Are you ready? Welcome to the Think Millions podcast, a channel where you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then you're in the right place. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Hello and welcome to the Think Millions podcast, a podcast where we have real millionaires who are building million dollar businesses coming to you, teaching you how to build your million dollar business today. We're going to talk about how to leverage your gifts to inspire others through the best thing in the world to build trust, and that is content. We're going to talk about content and how you can inspire others through your content, because at the end of the day, there's a lot of different ways to inspire people. You can inspire people through your actions. You can inspire people through your words. But the word here is in order to inspire others, they have to trust you. And in order to build trust, you have to be in front of them. And you have to be in front of them a lot. It's very hard unless you are like the salt of the earth to introduce yourself once to a person and they automatically trust you. And so trust is a very lengthy process. And so we love to leverage storytelling and content to tell the story of why people should trust you. And so we're going to talk a lot today. And as I mentioned, I have Debbie and Tanya, Tanya, who is the content queen. We call her the chief idea officer. We made that we made that title up for her because she has so many amazing ideas. She literally just took over one of our social media accounts and our client within three days was like, is a strategy different here? Because this is so much better. And we, I kind of laughed. I said, yeah, I actually switched the person who was coming up with the ideas. And he was like, yeah, keep doing this. That's how good Tanya is that our client noticed and we didn't even tell him. So you are in for a treat today. We're going to talk about the real factor today, which is our method and and how we build content. So we're going to dig into that right now. Um, But before we dig in, why don't you all uh, introduce yourselves for those that don't know who you are and uh, a little bit about leveraging your gifts and inspiring others, leveraging content. I'm up Debbie in the blue bubble here. And I, I just want us to jump right into the content and the strategy because it's it's good stuff. And listen, it, it, it's a magnet, right? Any inspirational story, I'm I'm always drawn to good stories and, and good information that, that I can look at and apply to my own life and let it move me in a positive way, which is what I consider inspiration to be. <laughs> and t- to be able to take that and apply it through every part of your life, including business, I, I just think it's it's uh, it's definitely one of the keys. So I'm going to let you guys take it away. All right. All right. Let's jump in. So content. How many of you hate building content? Let's be honest. Be honest. How many of you put your face out there? How many of you are doing video? I want to know the truth and, and be honest. Be, be honest with yourself because it's it's an important piece of it. A lot of people don't make money off social. People get surprised, but we make about a million dollars just off my Instagram. And how do we do that? through specific types of content. We're going to walk you through it. We actually have a lead magnet called the nine box content strategy as well that literally walks you through our exact strategy. Not how just to build content, but build content that sells. The end of the day, what's the point of putting content out if it doesn't do anything, right? There's ways to do it. There's easy ways to to scale if, if you have the right strategy. All right, so here's the problem. If you're not making money off your content, you're not marketing to the right people. How many times do you see TikTokers that have millions of followers and they're dancing on a screen 
and they have all these engagements and people, but they make no money. Maybe they get a couple brand deals. You know how hard it is to get brand deals nowadays? It is so hard. People think it's easy. It is not easy. I run a nine-figure agency. I'm telling you, it's not easy. And people think it's easy, but it's not, right? So it's not about the volume of the number. It's about the quality of the number of people and that you're marketing to the right people. The truth is, and the truth hurts, you're marketing to easy people, You're marketing to the easiest people. You're doing content that gets engagement because guess what? It feels good. feels good to do a dancing TikTok video and you get followers. But do those followers turn into buyers or customers or clients? A majority is no. There's so many people that build content for likes. They don't build content for clients. And that's the difference. They're two different strategies. Because the reality is, listen to these stats. 97% of people don't even know they need you. 3% are ready to buy. And guess who you're all going after? The 3%. Everyone's going after the 3% of people that know they need you. How many of you have had conversations? Oh, hey, I see you don't have a personal brand. I think I could help you. Well, guess what? That's part of the 3% of everyone else that also is going after that same 3%, right? 37% know they need something. They just don't know who they want to hire. 30% have no clue. They have no clue that they need you. And 30% are just not going to be interested. So 97% of the people you're marketing to have no idea that you exist or that they need you. So how can we unlock that 97%? Because that 97%, if you can figure out how to unlock that, even if you can unlock that 37% of the people that know they need help, they just don't know who or how or what, you now have unlocked 40% of the market at a minimum. Now, if you can unlock the no clue people, people who don't even know they need you, now you've just opened it up to 70%. And now it is wide open. And that is why people always ask, how do you guys scale we, we skip six figures and go to seven figures every company we build because we know how to unlock that 70%. And so we open a company, we immediately know how to unlock that 70% and how to get to it. And boom, we go right to it. Like a funny, a, a really great example. We just launched a company called Mighty Yum. Uh, we have a we got a nine figure, multi nine figure valuation in six months. How did we do that? We knew our market. Everybody thinks that moms are the ones that want Lunchables. Everybody's like, oh, moms, 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 go after moms. I'm like, I don't know. Moms like to prepare meals. Mom likes to take time. Moms, for the most part, not me, but (laughs) like to buy the different healthy ingredients and put it together. I don't, I can't see a mom buying a healthy Lunchable. I said, so let's do research. So we hired a research company, came back that it's the dads that buy the Lunchables. But 51% of the dads make sure that the moms are okay with what they buy. So they do, the moms are important in the purchase, but it's actually the dad. So that right there, 3%, everybody's going after the vegan moms or the moms that want to buy healthy food for their kids. That's the 3%. Everyone's going after them. But guess what? We just unlocked the 70% because most of the people that buy Lunchables are the dads. So it's about being smart and understanding your audience. You think you know, but the truth is you really don't. How many of you would have guessed that it would have been the dads that bought it, right? So that's the truth. 
And, and Missy, I mean, marketing is hard. It's not easy, right? I mean, we've been doing this for 17 years, scaling over 400 businesses, 17 of our own. Like we've, it, we're a well-oiled machine. We, we just know what to do. And that's why people hire coaches because people spin their wheels trying to figure this all out on their own. And all you're doing is actually wasting more time and more money. It's why 98% of entrepreneurs fail because they can't figure it out. They think they can, but then guess what happens? You can't persist because you run out of money, you get frustrated, and it impacts everything. When you're not making money and when you're frustrated, it impacts your life, your family, everything about what, about you. And that's why 98% of entrepreneurs fail right there, right? So how do we win? So if you're going after that 3%, you're thinking too small. So how do we win content? Content is the bridge. I, I like to call it the built bridge of trust between lead land and buying land. <laughs> and if you could have that visual, right? And actually in our course, we, we have a nice visual of this. That's the truth is you need content. I have so many students that are so stubborn to put content out. And as soon as they start doing it, it starts to unlock, right? A perfect example, Elizabeth, I just spoke to her. We went from 125 to a million dollars in 12 months. And in fact, she actually went from 125 to 500K. She 4X'd her business in only four months, four months. That's it. Look at Mario. He was at 725 when we met and he just hit 1.5. We've been working with him for what I think seven months, Tanya, right? And Dev, about seven months. So we doubled his income, right? And went from a six to a seven figure company. And a lot of it was content, if not a lot of it, right? Content's not, hey, you're not going to get clients directly off content all the time. Sometimes you will, but what you will get is you will build trust. And so I had a client, um, another client who, who was like, well, I'm not getting business off the content. I'm wasting my time. And then she stopped doing content and actually ironically left our program. And then a month later wrote me and said, wow, I guess my, my content was making so much impact. I had so many people write me asking, Hey, where's your content? It was really helpful of which four of them I signed literally with that conversation, right? So that's how important content is. Content is queen. It's not king. Does anybody know what king is? Data. Data, data. Because how do you know what content, right? We're talking about content that sells. How do you know what content sells if you don't know the data? And I look at uh, data in three different buckets, right? So everybody, you don't have a pen and paper, uh, get it out, right? So you have the uh, the reach, right? So if you're on Instagram, as an example, reach. Why is reach helpful? Because you need attention. So you want content that is going to get you intention. So the reach number is important, right? You need to build trust. Trust is engagement, right? So you want content that has high engagement. And then the next is monetization. So that means click-through rates. How many people are following you, which is the trust. And then how many people are actually going to your landing page and your lead magnet? That's the monetization. So three different measurements you need to look at. And what I like to do is I like to have it be a 40-40-20 rule. I want 40% of my content to be attention grabbing. I want 40% of my content to be engaging. And I want 20% to drive them to monetization. So it's the 40-40-20 rule, right? So that is how you build a social media plan that sells. So how many of you are confused now? And like, I have no idea what to do, right? Um, so that's okay. 
Um, so 50% of you are like, hell yeah, let's go. I'm going to start putting my face on a camera and singing. And then the other 50% of you are literally biting your nails, scared out of your mind, right? So I'm going to tell you a secret. Tanya and I are very different. I think Debbie are my boat. I'm going to say it and we'll see. I hate video, guys. Like you look at my social, you probably won't know. Maybe you will because my videos aren't great. I absolutely hate video. I feel like, Deb, you're kind of the same as me. Are, are you ag- agreeing? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm I'm not a big video person. And um, and that's the truth. But I know I need to do it. Right. And so as much as I hate video, I don't do it. Why, what do you think the psychology is, guys, behind people not wanting to do video? I know my roadblock when it comes to video is perfectionism. It's always been my roadblock in everything that I do. I always feel like I have to look a certain way before I get on camera. And that's obviously not the truth. I mean, literally talk about data. If you look at TikTok or you even look at Instagram and reels, the videos that do the best are the most, you know, raw, just kind of shot while walking, you know, they don't have to be perfect. So I think that is the biggest roadblock is, you know, people feel number one, that they have to look a certain way. And then number two, they're not like when they look at their video and they're auditing their videos, they're not looking at the proper things, right? Like of what they should actually be listening for. Like people are there for your content. So it should be what you're saying you know, not how you look or how your hair is. Yeah. It's a, it's the same thing with me. It's a perfection thing, but it's also like, what do I talk about? Suddenly I have a million things in my head all the time. I can talk about but the minute I got to go video. It's like, I have no, I know. I don't, I have no ideas. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything. To talk uh, about. That, that's what is important about the nine box content strategy. Guys, we have an amazing strategy that we sell in our course, but we're going to give to you today for free and only today. So you can DM me nine box and I'll shoot that over to you. And it literally breaks down exactly what content to do. Because here's the reality. You don't need edited videos. So I actually did an experiment. I actually put an edited video and I put that same video in raw fat format. Which one do you think went one? The one that was raw had 18,000 plus views and is probably more now since the last time I looked at it. The edited version only had 200. You don't need to edit your videos. It's just all about you. So a lot of times what I do personally is I'll look at my comments and the questions people are asking, and I literally just shoot a 30-second video answering that. You could literally give me any topic right now, and I will do a 30-second. Ask me a question, Deborah Tanya, right now. I'll come up with a reel in 30 seconds. Do you like Nutella? (laughs) Uh, All right. Funny story about Nutella is not only is it so good, but if you look at the marketing of Nutella, they are genius. They always in their ads have kids in their photo and moms handing Nutella over to their kids. So we can learn a lot from Nutella. Not only is it yummy, but you can actually learn a lot about Nutella's marketing. Go look it up. It's an amazing marketing campaign they just put out. And if you want more tips, follow me now. Boom. Right. So that was a hard one. Thank you, Tanya. But the point is, like, you can literally, if you're an expert in an area, you can literally just talk. It doesn't have to be perfect. Right. So what to post? Let's go through this real quick. Tanya, do you want to lead us through this? Because this is your area. So we call it the real strategy, R E A L. And then we could talk about the nine box content strategy. Let's do it. All right. So the real strategy, when it comes to, 
Leveraging your gifts, inspiring others through your content, you have to be real, right? So R is for relatable, right? You have to create an emotional connection with your audience, right? So show them behind the scenes, tell them a story. Um, You could bring some humor into it if you're a humorous person, right? Share your failures, not always just your wins. Don't be afraid to bring in vulnerability because at the end of the day, people buy from people. So if you could bring in relatability, you're going to bring in clients. And then E in real stands for educate, right? So if you want to inspire people, then you have to educate them, right? Obviously positioning yourself as the go-to expert and really bringing the proper information that your audience needs, right? Bringing advice, how-tos, infographics, experiences, right? And then the A is for authority, right? So you obviously have to show that you are a trusted professional, right? And an expert in your field, right? Alexa always says nowadays, everybody's an expert, right? But really, um, you know, let's show some social proof, right? So at the end of the day, um, do you have testimonials, like media placements, some accolades of clients like Alexa was just mentioning, right? Case studies, any validated sources or resources to position yourself as the authority. And then the L obviously stands for leads. So you have to drive your audience to an offer, right? At the end of the day, you can make all this content, but if you don't have a proper CTA and you're not driving them to an offer that solves their problems, then it's really all for nothing, right? And then you might as well not do it, right? So, you know, have proper lead magnet, give free value, you know, lead them to events or webinars or community. But at the end of the day, this is the real method. If you guys follow this, we promise you, you are going to get leads, right? So relatable, educate, authority. A flood of leads. A flood of leads. And here, I want to make a comment of a flood of leads. Um, I want to make a comment about authority because Tani made a, a little note to this. But the truth is, every, like, how many how many coaches are out there? I mean, like this morning, one of my writers was like, oh, you should do a collaboration with this coach. And he sent me this coach. And the coach is like 21 years old, hasn't even built a business, but yet runs a multi seven figure coaching business, supposedly. Right. And I kind of laugh. I'm like, this is the problem with the world right now. Everybody are they're all marketers. They're all social media experts. They're all coaches. It's flooded with people in the market right now. So authority, there's three levels of authority. There's expert authority, authority, and celebrity authority, right? A lot of you are experts. You now have to build yourself up to be an authority. Unfortunately, now everybody can buy a cover of Forbes. So if you have the money, you could become authority if you have money, which is sad. So to me, authority is what it's not what you're saying about yourself. Expert is what you're saying about yourself. Authority is what others are saying that are credible, right? Celebrity authority is now the level of who is saying it. No longer is Forbes really uh, at a level where it's like, all right, that's the best person for marketing. So now you're looking at celebrities, billionaires, big people, you're looking at the bigger tier ones, that is the celebrity authorities, right? So if you see somebody that's speaking on a Tony Robbins stage, most likely they are a celebrity authority just by presence of Tony Robbins. That's an example, right? So nowadays, you need to move yourself up into that celebrity category. So for example, it takes time, like, I'm now starting to be called a celebrity marketer. I have, you know, clients like Kim Kardashian and Fugad, and we're working with people like Justin Bieber, Kamora Simmons. So 
you know, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I built Chloe Kardashian's whole personal brand, right? So I did that back in 2013 before social media was even big. So I've I've had clients, I've been partners with Padma Lakshmi as, as an example. Uh, we're working with Michael Irvin right now. There's like so many different celebrities we work with in our business. I mean, we were, um, I'm not going to give the name yet until we close it, but we were literally on with it, a professional famous football player that has the most famous catch in the history of football. And he wants to hire us. That puts me at a level of celebrity authority. It took me 17 years, guys, right? So it takes time to build that up. But if you know where you need to shoot, then you begin to understand where you have to head, right? So that's why it's really important. So let's talk now about the nine box content. So we have about a minute left. Tanya, why don't you take this home and and tell them a little bit about the nine box content strategy? Taking it home in one minute. Ready? All right. So the whole philosophy behind the nine box uh, framework is that when we, when it comes to, let's just say Instagram, uh, most people are only really reading the first nine posts, right? So in these posts and headlines, obviously you want to tell your story. You want to give your expertise. Um, you want to validate that they should listen to you. Um, you want to give them motivation and you want to give them solutions to their problems. So if you were to write now on a piece of paper, draw nine boxes, it would look something like this. In the upper left-hand corner, motivation, then social proof, validation, tips, solutions, motivation, expertise, solution, tips, right? So this gives obviously some variety to your content, but it also gives the proper content in, in the proper way that when someone comes to your nine boxes, they're going to know who you are, what you do, and that you're an authority, what your expertise are, and how you can solve their problems. Boom. All right, Deb, so from your perspective, so Deb, who, by the way, thank God I hired her, like I, so a long story short, my father died pretty much exactly a year ago. He was my COO. He did everything on the COO side. Prior to my dad dying, my wife, before we sold our business, was our COO. And so she handled everything for us. And then we sold our business in 2014. She now works for the agency that acquired us. So I was kind of left high and dry with a COO. I was being stubborn, didn't want to hire a COO because I really didn't want to replace my dad. Finally, I was pretty much strong held <laughs> that I had to hire a COO because the business, we were we had so much business coming in. And I got to be honest, our business was a mess. Like, and Deb, we're, we're actually on a Zoom and I'm looking at her and she's nodding her head. <laughs> um, you know, like she, like it was a mess. Um, and like invoices, I, we had like, what, at one point, $280,000 of unpaid invoices. And like, it was like my, I'm really good at one thing that's selling, selling, selling. I'm good at what I do. I'm good at strategy. I'm good at getting clients leads. I'm good at conversion and revenue building. I'm not good at the operation side. So I finally was like, Deb, I know you're a student, but let's let's shift you over. I know I we tripled your business for you, but how about I just pay you that triple and you come work for us? And now and now she's working for us. Thank God. Yeah, it's been the best thing ever uh, for me. And and you know, listen, the, you say the business was a mess, but the truth of it is, it's the storming and forming stage because you can't stop launching seven figure startups. <laughs> you know, it just leaves. There's a little bit of you know, it's a little. It's like making sausage, right? So it's just a little bit of cleanup. It's you're giving me way too much credit and there's no replacing Mike who I adore. And, you know, it kind of was kismet too, because your dad and I both uh, are former IBMers and, you know, I had a real kindred spirit with, with Mike and, and think about him so much, but yeah, the, the nine box. And by the way, guys right there, see, that could be content. Like, you know, talking about people who've inspired us, like we're talking about you, you know, leveraging our gifts to inspire others. How about 
leveraging the gifts of others to and how they inspired us using that to share. Like there's always something to share and talk about. But what I loved about the nine box content strategy was you heard me earlier say like the perfection bug, but there was also the like, what do I talk about? And what do I say? And what should I, you know, offer? And I don't know what people want to hear. And, you know, I was so backwards on the whole thing. And this is why uh, the nine box is so good because it literally boxes all that like chaotic thinking and overthinking and confusion in. It literally puts everything in these neat little tiles and it helps you understand like, oh, and you literally, it's almost like a fill in the blank. You could literally do like a fill in the blank activity and build out months worth of content on paper. And then when it's time to go live, you don't have to think about it. You just have, it's all right there. And that to me was a game changer. It took the pressure off, you know, and it was like, it felt way more legitimate and authentic and I could relax and and just sit and talk and share what I know, you know? So for me, it was, it was just, oh, it's just, it was a relief, honestly. The nine box content, <laughs> I mean, it was just like a relief. I was like, Tanya, can you just like do it all for me? She's like, no, here's the nine box content strategy. You could do this. And once she took me through it, I was like, ah, I see now. Okay. I got it. So yeah, that's great stuff. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So for everyone listening, the real strategy, R-E-A-L, that is how you get content that sells. And if you want the nine box content strategy that Tanya was talking about, go ahead and DM me in the show notes, in the podcast show notes, you can see the link to my Instagram at Dr. Dr. Alexa D'Agostino. Uh, go ahead and uh, shoot me a DM nine box and we'll shoot that to you. So Thank you guys for listening. If you haven't already hit that subscription button, we come live twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday um, to you, bringing you real life strategy that we're using in our real business. And thank you, Tanya and Deb. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Think Millions Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. And we'll catch you in the next episode.